0: I got an email that I want to share with you because it proves yet again how much value there is in just telling people, just tell people what you really think, give them the truth. Like I, and in fact, this email came after I had the way I would describe this conversation with the person who sent me the email is I felt like I hit them between the eyes with things that were really hard to hear and they were so grateful for it found so much value in it that they sent me an email a few days later i'll tell you the whole story let's go leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe i'm russ hill i help build leaders and this is the culture hacks podcast Welcome into episode 140. By the way, this month marks three years, three years of this show. That's how long I've been recording these podcast episodes and sent them out into the great darkness, the big world out there, not knowing who the crud's going to find any of them, if anyone's going to listen to any of them, and if, and if you're going to find any value in any of them. And, um, this is, this is, uh, something I love doing. And fortunately there are a few of you out there who are listening and, uh, and you seem to be finding at least a little bit of value. So we'll keep going another three years, maybe another six or nine or 12, who knows, but I'm having so much fun doing it. And I hope that it's bringing value to you. I am Russ Hill. To those of you who are new to the podcast to make my living coaching executives and impacting their results I work with senior executives of Fortune 500 companies, and I'm coaching entrepreneurs, people who are starting their own business beginning. Well, I can't say that's exactly true, because if you have like no employees or just a few employees, um, I'm not going to bring a ton of value to you, but if you've got a company, some I'm coaching some small to medium sized businesses as well, as well, which is way fun. I wasn't able to do that right in my former life working at the firm. But now that I've co-founded a firm on my own, I'm doing my own thing, which has totally transformed my life, brought so much peace and happiness and freedom that, um, that I uh, that I just can't even describe for you. I tried to dig into that a little bit in episode, let's see, this is 140. So that would have been like 138, a couple of episodes ago. I think the title of it's something like Feeling Trapped. Man, I went for years feeling trapped, and I do not feel that way anymore. And it is... Exhilarating. So, anyway, if you didn't listen to that episode and you're feeling trapped, go back a couple of episodes and listen to it. Okay, so let me uh, let me share an email with you, and I'll give you the backstory on this. So, I'm still doing a little bit of travel. Not 165 flights anymore a year, but, um, but I'm still – there There are some organizations that are meeting in person or, or have their employee population um, or leadership team in the, in the office or in the warehouse or in the facilities. And, and so there are some meetings that – nowhere near – most of my meetings are still virtual. But um, and most of my coaching with organizations and and teams and executives, leaders is virtual over the phone or over a a Microsoft Teams or WebEx or Zoom or whatever it might be. But I am doing some meetings in person. So recently I was with a uh, an organization, one of the companies that I'm working in person with right now. And um, and part of my part of my visit to them my most recent visit was coaching some of their leaders. And so I had, I had some sessions scheduled. There were a few leaders that I wanted to dig in with. So we had a meeting with the team and then part of, part of my visit was also some spending an hour with this leader and then spending an hour with that executive and spending an hour with that leader. And I, and these were leaders that I had picked out that I wanted to meet with who I had feedback for that I wanted to share. And all of it was designed to help them like, there there was something that I saw that they needed to hear, and I wanted to meet with them and share my observations, my beliefs with them, and give them some coaching. So one of these leaders that I met with was, um, he's got a ton of talent, he's got some specialized skills, and yet he is struggling to take accountability, not play the blame game, not get stuck, um blaming everyone else for things that are going wrong or obstacles that the larger team the business unit is running into and um and in my view this this person's potential their leadership potential is is um is halted is not halted, but is, um, is limited right now by their attitude, by the, by how much they're throwing other people under the bus. And so I met with this person who I don't have a long relationship with. I've met with them before, but, um, And I've had enough interaction now to have some of these beliefs. So I, I met with them. They came in to the room where I was, um, meeting with these executives, coaching them and, and they sat down and I gave them some appreciative feedback. Hey, here is what you are really good at. Like I, I, I've noticed this, I've observed it. And I gave them three or four totally genuine, specific elements of appreciative feedback. I validated their contribution. I made, I made him feel really good about specific things that I was seeing. And then I shared with them, hey, there are others in your company. I'm on the outside. I'm a consultant. I'm a coach, right? So hopefully I'm bringing some value to you with these observations. But what's even more important is some of the people in your organization, more senior than you, are seeing these things as well. And uh, and I want you to know that. So I shared that and they felt really good. And, and then I asked, so where do you want to go? Like, what is your objective? What are your goals inside this organization? And he shared with me, well, I want to do this and I want to do that. But, you know, I was talking to my wife and I just don't know if there's a future for me at this company. And I don't know if there's um potential. And so there was all of this, um, there was all of this pessimism about their potential at the organization. And I said, uh, I said to this individual, I said, um, I think you're right. I think your potential is limited. And can I tell you why I think it's limited? Sure. Right. That's what he said. Like, yeah, absolutely. I want to know. I said, it's because of you. You're limiting your potential right now. You're putting yourself into a box because of some of the ways that you're engaging with others, the way you're showing up. And, uh, and I said, here's what I'm seeing. And one of the pieces of feedback that I gave him was there's a whole lot of us versus them. And in fact, a story that he told me when he walked into that office where I was um, working for the day, a story that he told me when he first walked in about a challenge he was dealing with that day where he threw a certain department under the bus and he was all about, man, they screwed this up and they did this and they did that. I replayed that conversation with him and said, you know, this is an example like you did it just 20 minutes ago. When we started this meeting, you threw someone under the bus and here, let me give you a, let me replay that conversation. I'm going to play you. I'm going to be you in the conversation and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to script it out as it, as if I wasn't throwing someone under the bus, as if I was, we were one team. And so here's how the conversation would sound. It would sound like, yeah, I'm having a rough morning because we are struggling with this. And we're really running into into an obstacle with that. And you know there are some there are some things that I wish we were doing differently. But I'm digging into that. I've got to help a few people see it differently. And we're we're dealing with that. So yeah, it's been kind of a rough morning rush. But here's what we're dealing with. That sounds way different than. Man, this sucks and they screwed that up and how, you know, throwing everybody else under the bus. And I said, in fact, I was getting really <laughs> animated in the room. You can imagine this. I'm like, you know, you th- I have heard you throw that department under the bus and that executive under the bus and this team under the bus and you 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 blame them for something, you blame them for something. I said, "You know what you're creating?" And I kind of got my arms out, right? I wish you could see me doing this. So I got my arms out I'm saying, "Over here, you've thrown them under the bus. Over here, you you blame them. Over here, You're negative about them. And I said, do you know what you're creating? You're creating an island. And do you know who the only person on the island is? You. And so when you talk about, when you have a conversation with your wife about you're not sure that there is potential for growth here, you're right because there's nobody on the island with you. You've completely isolated yourself because you are You are viewing everyone else as part of the problem. And 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 so they're you don't think they're talking to each other. You don't think they're comparing notes, those different departments or different executives or different members of your team or whatever else. And and realizing that you're throwing them all under the bus. Of course they are. Now, the point of that conversation isn't as important or or the context that the 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 elements of that conversation aren't as important as the principle I'm going to try to teach you here. Um, and, and I'm going to teach that to you or the point I'm going to make the point by reading to you an email that I got when I was at the, I was at the gym today in the middle of the day, you know, I work out in the middle of the day to, it just breaks up my day and gives me ton of tons of energy for the afternoon by doing that. And, um, and, and so I'm there and this email pops up and I'm going to, I'm going to read, uh, this to you and it will make the point. It will make the point I'm trying to make in this episode. Okay. The email says, hi, Russ. Just wanted to tell you, thanks for the conversation we had earlier this week. As mentioned, you blew my mind and brought me out of the feeling of being highly disengaged. Wait, what? Like I blew his mind and brought him out of feeling highly disengaged. And what did I do? I showed him, I pointed out to him how he was showing up in all of the problems I was seeing. How did that help him not feel highly disengaged? How did that pull him out of it? I'm going to go on and read the email and then we're going to come back to that. Right. I want you thinking about that. And he goes on to say, I am all up in my head, both for good and bad. I needed that feedback and that there are lots of, and that there are thoughts of opportunity for me and what I need to work on. I am struggling with the thought of me, of we versus them, but I am trying to change. It's not easy, but it's workable. Thank you so much for giving me those perspectives. Thanks, so-and-so. Okay, here's the problem. Nobody's been giving him that feedback. And the same thing is happening most likely in your organization or in lots of organizations. We aren't saying what we really think. And if we are saying it, we're not, how we say it matters. So here's how you give people constructive feedback. Okay. This is what I've learned in a lot of years of teaching this and watching what works and what doesn't work and what, how, how, and I, I get, I get paid to coach people, right? So what makes them receive my coaching in a, in a positive way. Here's what happens. Number one, I, I point out appreciative. I always start with appreciative and it's genuine and specific. Do not give me constructive feedback without pointing out what you're seeing that I'm doing well. Like, I need that. I need you. I've said this so many times, you all. I'll say it again here. The two basic human needs we have of the people who we surround ourselves with are, I need you to validate my contribution. I need you to see where I am showing up and contributing. This is true in every relationship, right? Every working and personal and professional relationship. By the way, I am not the model of this. I just, I'm working on it. I just know it's needed. So I'm not preaching to you from the tower saying, do what I do. I'm saying, this is what I know works. and, and, And I know it's easier said than done. So I'm working on it too. So you validate the contribution. When you do that, that causes me to open up for the second basic human need I have of those I surround myself with at home and at work and anywhere else. And that is make me better, help me improve, help me see where I could be better. And, and so that's what I did here. I validated his contribution, gave him specific appreciative feedback that made him feel really good about himself. Oh, you're seeing that. Oh, others are seeing that. Awesome. Yeah. Here's what else I'm seeing as well. Some ways you can improve. And when I gave it when I gave him the constructive feedback, I made sure he knew what was motivating me. Right. So my motivation was, where do you want to go? What are you trying to accomplish in your career? Well, I want to move up. Like I I want to be in this position and I want to, this is what I want to do. Okay, great. I think I can help you do that. Got it. That's not insignificant. You all, that's really, really important. So before I give the constructive feedback, I make sure the person who's receiving it understands the motivation for why I'm giving it to him. It's not because I think you suck in these areas and it would be really nice if you if you improved. I'm not just giving it because, wow, I think you should do this differently. No, 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 no. I'm not going to receive that constructive feedback really well. Help me understand what this will help me do. Help me understand why you're thinking this, what you're trying to accomplish. I'm trying to help you in this case. I was trying to help him accelerate his, his growth. And so, wow. Okay. Yeah. So you want to help me do that? Oh, okay. Well, how, what are you seeing? Like we're hungry for that constructive feedback, right? Whereas if I started the conversation, can I give you a few things that I think you need to change things you should do differently, things I'm seeing that you ought to consider to No, I really, I really have no interest in that, but I am very interested in you, what you're seeing, what observations you have that, could help me accelerate my growth. So you frame it up. So you give appreciative feedback and then you make sure you under you you give the why or the motivating factor, the motivating reason for the constructive feedback and then you give specific constructive feedback. Here's the last piece that I did repeatedly in this conversation with him and I try to do frequently. And what I say is what I'm about to share with you are not facts. They are beliefs. They, they are my perspectives and you might think they're wrong and they may be, but they are my beliefs based on things that I'm seeing, hearing and observing. Right. And so when, when I, when I say that too, it allows a person to go, oh, okay. Yeah. You might be wrong. And, and okay. Thanks for letting me do that. And so I, I made sure this person that I was coaching, I said, file this wherever you want to file it, do with it, whatever you want to do with it. But here's what I think. And then during the course of the conversation, like there was this moment where I just saw him go from um, resistant and, uh, and, and kind of defensive to totally open. In fact, he said this guy at one moment in my conversation with him in person um, w- within recent days, he said to me, well, Russ, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to improve in that area. Like, I don't know how to be the person you're saying. And I said, OK, well. And in his case, I said, well, here's what's going to happen. You're not going to walk out of this room different than you were when you walked in. Except you you might have different intent and you might have different awareness and line of sight to some of the things we've been talking about. So what's going to happen is in about an hour from now or about two hours from now, you're going to have a moment when you say something and you're going to realize, oh, crap, <laughs> I just threw so-and-so or that department under the bus, you're going to hear yourself doing it. The very thing I'm coaching you not to do, you're going to hear yourself doing it. And in that moment, I want you to realize, oh, that's what it sounds like. That's me creating an island and being negative or playing the blame game. And then an hour after that, you're going to have another opportunity where you're tempted to throw somebody under the bus or blame someone else or make it a me an, an us versus them, or a me versus them situation, and you are going to realize before you say it. Oh, I can say this differently, and you'll say it in a way that makes you feel collaborative and part of the team, and empowers those around you rather than makes you some superior being working with a bunch of minions who are idiots. And you are going to say it the right way, and you are going to you are going to you are going to create the right experience for others. And then two hours later, you are going to screw it up again. And I said, so you're, you're not going to get what I, what I want to do in this meeting is raise your awareness of this so that you start instead of doing it 80 uh, percent of the time, talking 80 percent of the time, playing the blame game. I want you to get down to 40 or 30. And we're not aiming for zero right now. We're just trying to get that. We're trying to get you to make progress. And his eyes lit up. He's like, oh, that's really good. That's really helpful. And I said, here's the second thing that will help you. Tell the people around you you're working on this. And invite feedback from them. Solicit it. Tell them, hey, you know, I'm trying to, to be this way instead of that way. Tell some of your direct reports, tell some of your peers, tell your boss and your boss's boss. And and invite them In fact, tell them you, you really, it's almost like an expectation. You really need them to point out when you're doing this wrong, when you're engaging in the behavior that you're trying to change and when you're doing it right, when you're showing up the way they need you to show up, you're being collaborative and you're taking accountability and you're, you're building the team and you're leading and just invite that feedback. And most of them won't give it to you, but some will, and then make sure you share with them when you get good feedback. And who shared it with you, and show that you're open to it. You're not biting anybody's head off when you get it, and you'll get more of it. Okay. So anyway, here's the takeaway. I hope for you. We people want feedback. This email's proof of it. They this guy wanted. He was highly disengaged in part because he couldn't see it. He couldn't see how he was showing up, and he just needed someone to give it to him in the right way. And when he got it, he's like, whoa. Now I can work on that. And I. so many organizations, so many teams need to get better at this. I've got other emails and texts from the last 24 hours you all with other executives and teams that I'm coaching where this same thing is an issue. Like this is an issue everywhere. If it's not at your organization or your team, like just count your blessings because you're the exception, not the rule. And so we've got to get better at sharing feedback like this with others. And we've got to get a lot better about asking for it as well. What that does, the why behind it is it causes people to feel like you got their back. You're interested in helping them develop. And it creates tons more efficiencies in organizations because we can have open dialogue instead of wasting time, not talking about the real stuff. Right. And so we waste all this time and so much productivity and efficiency because people aren't really saying what they think. And then we have people who get upset and leave and they leave the company, they leave the organization because they feel like, ah, I can't say what I really think. And people aren't open to it. No one's helping me develop or I'm just stuck, frustrated. So there, there's so, so many reasons for why this kind of open dialogue is important. It leads to greater employee retention. You're going to hold on to key talent and and it will help you not be disengaged where you work as well. So a few tips for you and an email that I wanted to share with you. Hope you found value in that. If you do find value in this podcast, do me a quick thing before I wrap up. Make sure you subscribe or follow this podcast, whatever app you're listening to it in. Just tap on that follow or subscribe button. You'll get every two new episodes, at least two new episodes a week. They'll be delivered right to your phone. You can listen to them whenever you've got time. And I'd love it if you'd tell a friend about it about this podcast as well if you think they could get value out of it that's how we have spread grown um, our impact over the last three years hope you're all doing well talk to you soon thank you so much for listening are you getting my emails as well every week i'm writing an article designed to strengthen your ability to lead others are you seeing these if you're not join the more than five thousand people who are reading them they've subscribed for free just go to russhill.me. Start getting those weekly leadership articles at Russ Hill, my name, At that site, by the way, you can also learn more about my online courses and coaching sprints if you've got interest in that as well. Russill.me.